Hello loyal blog readers, welcome to this week's installment of our Class Action Weekly Wire series. Today I'm joined by my colleagues Alex Karasik and George Schaller uh, for an interesting discussion on artificial intelligence. Welcome Alex and George. Thank you Jerry, always a pleasure. Great to be here Jerry. Today we're talking about an important issue that has been in the news the last week, and that is the White House initiative on artificial intelligence. Alex, can you provide some uh, overviews of what employers and corporations need to know about this particular event? Absolutely, Jerry. Like many federal, state, and local uh, regulatory bodies, the White House is also paying attention to AI in terms of what its impact might be on a broad range of constituents. The White House's executive order endeavors to cover eight key areas, consumer protection, worker protection, safety and security, privacy, innovation and competition, global leadership, and the government's own use of AI. And in setting the regulatory front, this EO marks the White House's commitment uh, to these areas, and the broad range means that essentially every sector in the American business economy could be uh, potentially underneath the umbrella of the AI and impacted by this, this uh, new uh, development. I found it fascinating that the White House and President Biden would focus on and get involved in uh, potential regulation and policy statements on artificial intelligence. George, what does the executive order uh, say and contemplate with respect to issues involving safety and security? It's a great question, Jerry. The EO directs the creation of new safety and security standards and requires safety testing, reporting, standard safety tests, biological synthesis screening, determining best practices for detecting AI-generated content, establishing a cybersecurity program, and ordering the development of a national security memorandum. Uh, there are many AI-enabled problems like deep fakes and disinformation campaigns, and these are key targets for the area. Right now, the processes and technologies for labeling the origins of text, audio, and visual content is further behind than the advancement of AI tools. So right now, there's just talks of looking for a reliable way to identify machine-generated content that does not yet exist. Um, from the privacy viewpoint, the EO includes evaluating how government agencies collect and use commercially available information, as well as enhancing privacy guidelines for federal agencies. The phone calls I've gotten over the last 10 days from general counsel of companies with whom we work focused on their responsibilities and obligations and duties as employers. Alex, in pivoting to anti-discrimination issues and how artificial intelligence may impact workplace litigation issues. Um, are there particular uh, topics, areas, and issues that employers should focus on in the wake of the executive order? Thank you, Jerry. That's a great question. If we had to boil this down to three topics that are most impacted by the executive order in terms of anti-discrimination laws, they would be equity, workers' protection, and civil rights. And what's the common thread that ties all of these topics together? Algorithmic fairness and anti-algorithmic discrimination is a common theme that's among these. For example, the EO mentions making sure that federal contractor programs are being monitored for not having any type of discriminatory impact on those that are uh, being uh, hired. 
We've also seen something similar in New York City where in July of 2023, there was an algorithmic fairness law that came out about the use of uh, artificial intelligence in hiring processes. And we anticipate that the executive order is starting that conversation on a federal level. Whether or not and how the executive order will be enforced remains to be seen. But nonetheless, I think this signifies that the federal government is aware of what state and local governments are doing around the country. And they're now starting that conversation from a broader, bigger level. Additionally, the EO highlights the importance of responsible and effective government use of AI by issuing guidance, acquiring products, and hiring professionals for government agencies. The EOC has artificial intelligence in its strategic sites as well, both on the enforcement level and as an agency resource. It'll be important to watch how different Government agencies will be involved with carrying out the eight priorities set forth in the EO, and considering the short timelines outlined further down the road, seeing what the extent of the enforcement strategy will be. The executive order also aims to identify the benefits of AI and see how this technology could be used for good purposes. In addition, the executive order calls for monitoring of the labor market to see what is the actual impact of this technology in terms of how it's being used. Is it having a good impact? Are there potential harms that are arising from it? Essentially, the executive order wants more data in order to make the most informed decisions. It struck me that this 100-page executive order is, in essence, the first 10 feet in a race that's probably as long as a marathon, that we have a long way to go, and this is the starting salvo uh, in terms of the government uh, getting involved in AI regulation. Uh, more importantly, the plaintiff's bar is nothing if not innovative, and certainly the use of artificial intelligence, applications of it, and challenges to its use are going to be things that I believe are going to find their way into privacy-related class action litigation and employment-related class action litigation, at least at the start. So, George and Alex, thanks for your comments and thought leadership in this area. Uh, And loyal blog readers, we'll see you next week on our future installment of the Class Action Weekly Wire.